last night, and Oliver comes walking into the kitchen wearing a backpack with the dog in the oh, backpack. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. I saw so a we have, uh, uh, what is it, a miniature dachshund, little wiener dog? Dachshund, isn't that what they're called? Uh, dachshund, yes. Dachshund. A wiener yep. in a bag. Yep, miniature, <laughs> miniature dachshund. It's a wiener wink. So he's wearing it. What were we talking about? The stupid thing just sits there with its paws hanging out on his shoulders and just loves it. Just <laughs> rides around him on the bike. <laughs> you don't get excited. Doesn't want to, doesn't love being tied in there. He no. likes being in there for real? Yeah. Or yeah. her, Barbie, yeah. by the her. way, Randy's dog's name is Barbie. Barbie. Q. Short, Q. Barbecue. Short for barbecue sauce, yes. like barbecue sauce, but it's actually yeah. Barb, or she goes with by Barb for short. She's what, uh, <laughs> she's, the, she's the calicles of the dachshunds, whatever that means. So it's Damn brown it, and black. It's got two-tone. She's got like two-tone a- Two-tone barbecue. Two-tone dachshund? Yes. How old is it? Almost a year. Oh, so it's puppy yet. I can't believe that thing. Didn't was you get her in, in the fall? You should yeah. see that thing fight. The got cat. her in the fall, but I, it's awesome. I, I bet August, early yeah. August. Yeah. We had our camp last right. year. Yeah, it fights a cat. It, it tries its, its ass, ass around. That's how it, like it fights a cat. the cat in the face with its ass. <laughs> it ass rams a cat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought man. it was ram ass. Is it a girl? Wow. Yeah, ram. I think it was. Girl. Uh, girl. Barbie. Yep. Not spayed yet because. Oh, they no. uh, they shut down all oh, elective yeah, surgeries, including and neuters animals. are not essential. Really? Yeah, I, I, I you don't have a pocket knife. Well, the vet, but <laughs> well, that's the the vets are open. They're essential. They are. No, they were then too, but they but just couldn't do. Surgeries. But they couldn't do spaying or neutering, which oh I just God, like that. Right. Just to me, just seems like yeah. spaying and neutering should be essential. Like, right? Yeah, I don't. Yep, and and it's a normal. It's got little dog syndrome, like it. It wants to be in charge. Wants to fight. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Joey Michelle's what's what's that big dog? German Shepherd. Yeah, German Shepherd. It'll it'll run up to that thing and grab it by the throat and try to wrestle it down. Really? really? <laughs> yeah. And then he That's loses funny. and finds out he's not. That oh, big. big time. Yeah, okay. but doesn't remember. <laughs> oh, good lord! Like little guy syndrome. Speaking of doesn't remember, do you remember the last time Dieter Strobel was on our podcast? Yes. Well, the listeners don't because it never got it never got sent out. This is take two. Because that podcast took us about nine hours to record and eight cases of beer, and it, nobody remembered what we talked about. Nobody. Mm-mm. And it was hilarious to listen to, but we didn't put it out there. So, so we got Dieter Strobel with us here, and Dieter came here the night we had Chet and Nicole Larson on. And we were supposed to be done with them by the time Dieter got here. But he got here and got to, like, sit in the background of the whole thing with Chet and Nicole. And we were having a pretty good time before we even started that podcast. I was yep. beer boy. You were beer boy. Yeah, that's beer right. Boy. Yeah. yeah that's what we job. called you beer Did boy. Did a good job. Did a really yep. good job. <laughs> yep. Yeah, too good. Yep. Good. <laughs> How about you, Randy? Randy blames rough. it on the pounders because I got pounders. I, I think I was roofied. Hmm. Yeah, because one of the four of us want to get on you. <laughs> three of Not us. Not it. Well, or three of yeah. us. <laughs> Becky. Was it Nicole? Not it. Mm-mm. Yeah. Nicole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, yeah, that's funny. I yep, bet that one was we brought up Chet's ex-girlfriends. May- that's oh, where it came yeah, from. Oh, yeah, she was yeah. mad. Maybe you got the wrong beer by accident. Yeah. <laughs> supposed to be yeah, for him. Was, she was roofing Chet. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work out. Sorry about that, Chet. Yeah. Randy took your roofie. I had a real <laughs> headache the next day. I think we, we all, all did. did. Yeah. Well, it was the next day before we like turned the mics yeah, off. Yeah, you then left realized early. What happened? Yeah. We were recording that whole time? Yeah. Yeah, that was bad news. Yeah, so Greg Sabolic is the only guy to have been on the show twice officially. 
but officially, but but Dita is kind of yeah, kind of yeah right? yeah yep. <laughs> well, Erica Erica Swatsky also we oh, yeah, yeah, cause we oh I suppose yeah Swatskys yeah because we recorded her podcast twice like in the same day back to back yeah and then we did another one after that who did we have on after that her husband because we did two oh, that's podcasts right. so we did two with them three, we did almost in one yeah night. three this in one night which was thing. crazy because to date that is still uh, her episode was one of our best like it was just yeah those are good episodes informative yeah. educational and there was a but lot still we missed funny. by redoing a second one oh, yeah. redoing one right after it yeah because we, we forgot audio. like what we, we went talked on a about. completely different path we could have had a whole nother podcast we yeah did. we can have we erica back for sure she really wanted to talk about antibiotics for the she record did. she, she does not feed her turkeys antibiotics <laughs> they were both really good They're yeah so we gotta have them come back to talk about that but so there's a recap of just what a complete shit show this, yeah, this whole off the husk thing really we, is. We operate at about a 50% success rate down here in the basement. <laughs> the, <laughs> We're so aspiring the, for, to improve. We're, it's a work in progress. So we listen to the... Usually we don't all listen to the podcast. Becky, no. we, we do the podcast. Becky... I edit it, it. And then they go and out. And then I go yeah. out, yep. So last week she calls and had already pushed Nita's off had skipped a couple podcasts over. Yeah, a month. And then she calls and says, hey, come over for burgers and a couple beers and we're going to listen to the rough... <laughs> like, yeah, you guys, you guys have to listen to the Dita's edited podcast. and help me yeah, decide. Because I was possible. scared. I was like, I don't even know, like... I couldn't tell you one thing we talked about. She hits play, and the first thing that comes on oh, yeah, is, the, pyramid is the pyramid of beer cans crashing. <laughs> which, which I think, even though maybe it's not maybe going I'll on be podcast, able to drop that. Like if this, maybe I'll be able to drop that at like the end of this podcast. It. It'll be like bonus footage. Maybe oh, that's a good idea. Maybe I think we'll it should be used as like a promo for the podcast, yes. like on the other social media channels. Yep, we just have that audio clip of that pyramid fall. Boom, we're out. yelling at it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was good. Dita's on. As soon as the mics go hot, he knocks over the, the beer mids. No, that was, was you, it Randy. I'm pretty sure dumb. that was the... No, you swung the mic. I Did I? No, I, I, I think it was you, Randy. Randy. He was going to pretend he remembered. He didn't remember like, nothing. You hear the crash, bang, 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 and Randy's like, God damn it. But it was much more... It's got to be at the end. All right. After All right. after the closing credit. If you so guys you make it to the, the end mic, of this right? podcast. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it should be the end of every podcast. <laughs> Special thank you going out to our sponsor of this podcast, FBN. If you're not yet a member, sign up using Zach as a reference and you can save $100. Is that Farmers Business Network? That's yeah. the that's the company that I saved $17,000 on when I ordered my chemicals last November. We'll talk about that a little bit more later on in the podcast. Oh, okay. Because I, I got some pretty cool... Yeah. We'll, I have another we'll cool there. thing that transpired in the last few days about it. I'm going to make note of that. All right. So... Fucking sellout. Todd. So... <laughs> what are we going to talk about today? Dita owns a, a grain bin building company, right? Yep, That's grain bin dryers. DHS. DHS grain. Grain. And dryer systems. Not really. No? Well, yeah, but... That's, that's not the name. No. Oh. DHS Green. DHS oh, Green. Got it. Yep. Okay. Yep. And it's... You you sell... You sell for Sukup? Sukup's oh, your main? Pretty much Sukup. A little bit of other stuff, but Sukup's my main line. Okay. Yep. You and were just showing me a picture of a dryer you put in the other day. Yep. We just How got big is that honker? A 2414 mix flow, which will do about... 
just about 2,000 bushels an hour. 20? 24. And oh, it's actually 2486 like- is what the, at five points. At five points. Yeah. So would that be like what we were looking at doing, but with the extension? 2410, I think, is what we were looking at. So this is four tiers taller. Four tiers taller. Because wow. I think you could add on to the Is that the biggest dryer you've ever installed? 18. Oh, my gosh. So we can go four tiers taller with this oh. thing, yeah. And this <laughs> one's already 65 feet, feet tall, yeah. Wow. That Holy is a wind cow. catch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the farm, it you looks gotta like. You got to anchor uh, the shit out of that, I bet, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's wow. 16-inch anchors, three-quarter inch. That's awesome. Uh, so how, how many pieces that come in, then? Oh, seven semi-loads. Seven Wow. <laughs> seven oh. semi-loads. So is this at, like, a, a like a elevator, or oh, is this farmer. somebody's farm? Farmer. How many acres of land do you farm to justify Must a dryer nice. that big? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. nuts. No, and you know, I don't think it's so much. We put a big one in last year, and some of these guys just, they're sick of the falls. They don't, they just they want, want it, to yeah. They, turn it on. Well, there's yeah, a week later, can, they want it done. You can sell it to yourself really easy, because the last few years, we've had them snow, the snow come through. We've had mud yeah. come yep. through. We've had, mm-hmm. oh man, if I could have been done a week sooner, mm-hmm. I would have missed all that. I would have got all my tillage done. Well, what held us up this week? Well, the dryer. The dryer. We you, waited on the dryer. For a lot of guys, it's that's the biggest yeah. point. For sure. Well, that's the biggest thing with this new mix flow is you're sick of your dryer because it's a slow year. Well, these are expandable. Now, if this guy hates his dryer next year because it's too slow because we got 30% corn, he can four tiers, you don't got to take the whole thing out. You he can just add to off, it. Add another burner on and you're ready to roll again. You forgot uh, to write the check part. Yeah, 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 that part. That yeah, part. you got to do and that I, too. And when you, when you talk a mixed flow dryer, that's completely different than what Zach and, yes. and we use down at work. Not a screen dryer, yep. So we, we have perforated screens. So the corn runs through the outside. There's there's like a an inner wall and an outer wall. Corn runs through the screens. The heat blows through the middle, blows out through the perforations. All the corn inside yeah. is direct heat. The outside stuff kind of gets heat. Because the, the so hot air just blows average. through the whatever it is, a foot wide column or however wide they are. So, so if you mix- haven't watched my videos, the center of the dryer is actually hollow. And there's yep. only, what, 16 inches of corn or so yep. that yep. down the, the sides, down the walls. And the air yep. goes from the inside, pushes hot air out. So yes. can, you, can you explain the mix full? Where I got the regular screen dryers on soup cups got patented their quad meter rolls on your guys' dryers. Yep. That mixes that corn, brings outside corn to the inside, and it's supposed to, you know, because the corn gets direct heat. That's really hard on the corn kernel. You're going to lose test weight. Where it brings that in and try to make a better average is what it's doing. As it crosses from top to bottom. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And 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 basically, because if you dry corn, too warm or too fast, you lose test weight because you're weight. you're yep. cooking it too fast. Yep, you're burning. So your so your inside corn kind of gets burnt because it too much heat. The inside corn gets too dry. The outside gets not dry enough, and you, it makes you mix an it up. You mix yeah. it up, and it averages at this. Or yep. okay. quality yep. elevators going <clears> to <throat> say we don't we don't like that. We're going to dock you ten cents. Well, we have yeah, and you're not gaining test weight out of it, like this mix flow. It's such a the heat never hits it direct. It casts a fluff through all the corn to get out of the other triangle <laughs> he said passage. Fluff. I said fluff. <laughs> I, my gears were turning. Like, where's the fluffer joke? <laughs> oh boy! Oh, so and, mix, um, okay, mix flow. So it, it it's got to go through every kernel. Kind of gets mixed up. Basically, it gets or even fluffed. heat. Fluffed. <laughs> fluffed. Sorry. So as I feel like it goes, we're talking about uh, well, strip clubs are closed. No, Beck, that's the I, fireplace is broken. Stop. I, that's enough. Well, well, the good ones were never on books before. Right. Damn yeah. it! It turned on again. Ah, that's it's damn. not broken. Is it LP? 
Yeah. Is your is your is your gas? Do you have a gas stove upstairs in your kitchen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at it. There's oh, wood in it. Yeah. yeah. Brandy. I was gonna say you could just There's run wood. that LP tank out That's of real gas wood. for it just the year. Well, I also burn. like air conditioning. So, <laughs> you use LP for air conditioning? Well, don't you? No. I don't believe. No, ours doesn't. It doesn't. No. No. Do heat pumps? I don't nope. think so. No. Nope. Because my camper fridge uses LP. Uses Freon. Well, use right? no, uses use LP, LP as Freon. But your your normal air conditioner uses got, Freon as it's Freon. It's got refrigerant, whatever they use. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and electricity. And it cycles it through the that coil. The fan. Yeah. yeah. And they do on campers, your fridge and things. Same as a car. Car's yeah. got an AC pump with Freon. Freon in it. And that, yeah, whatever, however that makes it through the radiator yeah. looking thing. The, yeah. So we had our camper, uh, we kept running out of gas last weekend with the little generator. So then it would go, or that. So the generator run out of gas. So then we're using the battery, and our battery shot. So three hours after the generator stops, the battery's dead. Oh yeah. And then in the camper the, won't. Yep. The fridge won't light. So then the fridge is. Then yeah, it was a, just a bad deal. Yeah. You know, you pretty much just got to leave them plugged into the vehicle. Yeah. Because your camper and mine are, they're different brands, but like they got all yep. the shit from the same, same places and just yeah. laid it out different. Yeah. Campers, the are, exact camp. campers same. are just they're crap. Yeah. So then Unless I go, you tin really cans. Pay for one, they're, they're not garbage. either though. I got a couple friends that spent like these big wrappers, toy haulers. My brother had yep. one. They're garbage too. Piece of shit. Yeah. You pull it down the road, you get shit falling off. That's you lean a, on the table. The, yeah, it's all the same parts. They're all junk. Yeah. So we had, so I ran to town and it forgot the gas can, the five gallon gas can. So I have a one gallon jug in my garage. So I'm like, oh, I'll bring one gallon. That'll run it for the night. I get back and the kids steal it and dump it in the go-kart. Oh, so we, priorities, so, man. Yeah. So we still didn't have a generator It was Onyx, wasn't he? <laughs> the, they were all Onyx on was it. telling me an hour ago to make sure he wanted me to go buy a gas can. They were... And bring it up camping. I'm like, but then oh, I broke the news to him there was going to be no go-karting. Yeah. I did to Oliver, too. So. But last, so last weekend... Onyx was, Onyx was with us there and there was uh, the, the go-kart races the go-kart race there's only one go-kart so they were doing hot laps okay the yep. go-kart time trials. time trials were shut down for a solid 40 minutes waiting for the gas to get back and I got seven phone calls in that <laughs> amount of time Where waiting for that gas can <laughs> we got a race <laughs> yeah okay. they were yeah so for dryers sorry no I'm good see back on the rails we <laughs> so uh, our hopes and dreams are to have a, well, we will, a uh, mixed full dryer yep. uh, near future. Two, and three, the whole four. And is this last year with, what do you guys lose more anything? Wet corn, 30%, lose how much test weight? Right. And so our, but with that now, the dryer will be forever known as the fluffer dryer. Fluffer. Yes. Yeah, fluffer. Yep. Sue couple love me for this one. Yeah. So that, <laughs> this, this is, that's where this is all going to start because in a few years when we both have fluffer dryers, yes, we're going to be talking about it back and forth on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> yep. Those your fluffer. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a new fluffer. Oh, but boy. one thing, so somebody else that has a mixed full dryer, he said the one thing he noticed is the corn doesn't stick to his bin walls like it used to. And that's Both one thing we not. struggle with. We get Let's make a difference just like a fluff. layer of corn. It it's all about the fluff. Because <laughs> it's, <not a> <laughs> it's prepping it first. <laughs> we we get like a uh, like a single kernel layer on the bin walls always. Always, <laughs> yeah. And we're we dry into bad. We dry into big bins, so we think the reason is is because we pump. You know, the one bin's two hundred thousand, the other one's a hundred, and the other one's one hundred forty. 
we just sit and pump in. So we tried every day switching the bins until they started getting full, and that almost made it worse. Like we'd blow the moisture up the walls, and then you start refilling it again. You're taking so then the dust. It's like the dust in the bin. Yeah, and and we're dumping condensating coolish. It's usually eighty, ninety degrees. Yeah, same as we are ninety. Yeah, yep. But with those on the on those bigger bins, we've always struggled with that, and then we end up. We have one bin. For whatever reason, we have one bin that does is it. Is it larger than the rest? No, it's the smallest one. Actually. Is it on the south or the or the? Uh, see, the other thing we thought it's of is maybe with the side. sun. So that it should get the least least amount of sun as any of. Because ours seem like it's worse on the. Which on I think the, the sun would be better to heat it up and bake that moisture. Yeah, uh, unless it creates condensation because the grain the, inside is cold. That's yeah. what we always. Yeah, so I don't know. Because uh, you go <clears> open up our bin tops right now, and that it's really cold in there. Because yep. well, we ran the stuff in December. When you, fans, you know? when you empty the bin in July, if you run it through an auger, are the bins still frozen yeah. right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah. corn's frozen. They will stuff? be froze all summer if you don't yeah, turn it on. If you don't on. turn the fan on in the middle of it. Yeah. Never really? Yeah. And we try not How to turn that, our fans on much still right now because we want it to stay cold and froze. Yeah. We don't want it to. But if, if we need to turn fans on, we, we need to. If you start yeah. getting a bad spot, you right. start having a problem, you got to turn them on. But the auger will actually sit and sweat. You put your hand on the auger and it's not frosty. But it it feels it's almost well, ours do drip, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, there'll be yeah. moisture dripping off of it. But he his thoughts like makes you want a beer. It does. Yeah. 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 it's just like reaching pulling a can out of the cooler. Or something. Yeah. Mm. only it's a grain <laughs> pipe and you're sweating your ass off at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> but his thoughts on that was that he's mixing that corn up, so he's not he's not mixing wet corn with dry corn, making it's medium corn. It's all yeah, it's all medium dry. corn. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I, yeah you know, really I don't know, good maybe terminology, if Randy. he's cooling it more. I don't know if he's coming out at a different. So what what temp are you coming out of with the mix flow? He'd be close, right at close to ambient, or right at ambient degrees above. Yeah. So so if it's if it's twenty degrees out, it'll be thirty degree corn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See that that would that would also help a lot. One would think twenty right? degrees. You're not supposed to dry at twenty degrees. That was just last year. Twenty. <laughs> We've had years. <laughs> yes, that is every year here. <laughs> so the other greatest thing that we ever did with our drying system is got rid of the air system because that was our bottleneck. Mm-hmm. We pushed that thing to the max. That was the thing you woke up in the middle of the night to see if any pipes blew apart, or that's the where reason we got our egg cams installed. Yeah, yeah. and then we well, and you guys are got the dryers. Your max. Yeah. So how do you, push. if you get rid of the air system, what replaces we, that? So we have an old, a few old legs from the feed mill days. Yeah. So we were able to. They just have a few old grain legs sitting around. We use them still, <laughs> but they're we, they're not. They don't get used during drying. But we use them for we clean grain. We uh, do. Oh, so with instead them. of air moving the well, corn you use legs like your that. double runs on top of the bins yeah. too same yeah. thing so okay, we, we added we added a double run at the bottom to bring it to the leg takes it up and then we added a couple double runs sure. across the top of the bin same as you're kind of doing yeah. sure um, but it's then with so no big, more you don't have a choice you gotta go to that right without the air systems and I, I don't remember at all where I was going with this but uh, double runs are awesome too yeah, I think They're that's where I was going. Yeah, we love the double runs. Did you the, hear that uh, it's quiet. Oh, that's how I started. <laughs> Did I? Dang it. That's how that's Get what it I together, thought Randy. <laughs> What's happening? So I remember drying corn when it was cold, cold, cold out, where we'd have to go out there with the propane torch yes. and heat up the little worm gear on the airlock. Oh, man. Oh, that's an airlock? Because it's, it's got old. that. 
style, like a farm fans one it was. So it's like a hundred to one. farm fans for 15 years and never had that. Ours, ours really? is a souk up. Uh-uh. But it's got, what's the gearbox? Like a hundred to one? Yeah. It's just a yeah. crazy gear reduction gearbox. And that thing, the oil would get stiff in it and the airlock wouldn't turn. You'd just burn the belt off. So you'd have to stand there with a little propane torch and heat up the oil in the gearbox. To get it moving? To get the airlock going. So but, I know we've had like, uh, is it the regulators and the dryer that will freeze up? Yeah, regulators, screens. You this know, one, just, I don't think this dryer's done it, but that old one, that single, yep. s- single stack or straight twelve. Yep, that would that had problems. Con- and it, it was all, out. you know, different components. They've came, they've came around more now. Notice we're in Minnesota. This is a mess. Everything better components. Yes. Yep. And a lot of it was gas starvation. It was not actually a component failure on the dryer. It's we can't. The gas was coming from too far away. Yeah. Too small of a line. Not that it pressurized would freeze enough. Itself off, yep. which yeah. is pretty common. Do you have a? Which, do you have, have a that? We had that issue this year. Then the, the yep. LP gets low and you and it's cold yep. and you can't. You don't you don't have an LP pump. We don't either. have a pump. No we more. don't either. And when it got really cold, the top burner we had a little trouble getting it. Can't get that heat. Temp. Exactly yep. what we probably the same night, yep. probably the same time. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't get enough heat out. And yep. one time I came out and you guys first when I came out of service calls, I uh, was watching and all your steam was getting sucked right. The wind was just wrong. It was yep. getting sucked right back into your fans. Yeah. And it was we just had freezing the whole inside of that dryer up. Yeah. We had the outside. I froze. Is it two years ago? Did we dry really cold, or last year even? It wasn't this year, but a year or two ago. Anyways, uh, so I watched the dryer. We, I have it a little different. It, it feeds the dryer to our to my computer, and then I have a. Uh, uh, it's just an app that I control my computer remotely. So then I can control the dryer through my Instead computer. Of through the app. Yeah. Yes. So I I have to use my phone to control my computer to control the dryer, basically. So I either do have the phone or an iPad, but it shut down at four or five in the morning one time and I'd gone home. Usually I stay there with it. So I'd call DJ to go check it out and he gets there and it was a solid ball of frost where it, where it sucks it back in. Mm-hmm. It froze the whole thing up and then it couldn't get air. So then the it, flame just, oh, on the, on the grates. Yep. On the outsides. All the yeah. perforations and then the grate, everything was a solid block of ice. Yep. To, yeah, and then cut some of them, the squirrel cage jets, netting yeah, off. Everything gets cut some yeah. of that off this year. Just, I think we've taken ours off before. Oh, you like, have? Yeah. Just take the screen off around the yep. fans. Cause then it'll oh, feed yeah. through. Right. Yep. Cause it'll, yep. it, it it'll won't build up it. on the fans. Not usually, yeah. not until you stop it. Yeah. Just get to fire Once you stop it and try to fire it later, then you'll find out you got an imbalance. Just gets hard on <laughs> dealt with that two years right. in a row it gets hard on birds and uh in people's arms <clears throat> that's well, not I as bad i don't really as... worry too much about birds <laughs> yours aren't bad axles scare the heck out of me they'll take all the screens off and they're you're servicing it and yeah thing is spinning right there uh, just waiting for a blade to come flying off yeah we we had a blade blow up one time mm-hmm. on on our old axial yes the screen the screen mostly stopped it yeah but on the front of the axle, the blade exploded. We had a customer with aluminum once. I was at the farm, and it came right through the metal grate, and it stuck between me and him <laughs> in the ground. And it was the old farm fans with oh, the, the old, big, the aluminum, big aluminum one. Yeah, yep. the, the sukup had the yeah, we plastic. We second one. guessed, thinking about yeah. we should stand, ever walk by the front of a dryer again. <laughs> so, uh, some of you know, but I used to work for a uh, grain handling guy, and, and we did sukup, and that's actually where Dita also had started. You kind of got me started there. Yeah, add it yep, to the list I'd, of Randy. Things that he's done in his lifetime. Yeah. Bill yes. Grain Bins. Check. <laughs> yeah, you were his first tired guy, right? First tired guy. Sales yep. and, and blah blah. blah. Yep, sales yep. and then yeah, we get everything. Yep, you know. And then you were second. I was at the elevator working, and then you. Yeah, and we were we were buddies. Dito is actually best man in my wedding, but we uh, uh, 
yeah, I was working there and we were good buddies and you were kind of maybe looking for something. Ah, you probably weren't even looking for something else. I was uh, probably pushing you or yeah, I needed a little both. Recruiting. You needed something different. So then you went and worked there. Yep. And then uh, and then through there you went out on your own and started yep. your own. Yep. That was back in when we were there. It was probably early 2000s. I still, I still remember <laughs> when I first started there, we had one impact. Oh, yeah. One battery-powered DeWalt impact. And probably like one so, more out Sawzall blade. And this is, this is for building grain bins. Yes. Building what grain bins, well, servicing dryers, millwright. Um, back then, uh, cross augers was a big thing. So we would we would sit there, okay, where do you have to go? Well, I got to go here and do this. Pull the fireplace back. <laughs> it's, I like sitting on this side. Or we, else I'm we moved. Down. We moved the table, which put Becky right in front of the fireplace, and said, yeah. "I was." Is that why this happened? We pivoted this whole studio. <laughs> Pivot. No, I think it was. A, we're making was room a, for we're because this is going to become <laughs> more because we're going to start recording the podcast uh, visually also, and then we'll air those on YouTube. So we're going to make this not oh. be like so. Dumpy. This whole thing's a work in progress. Yeah, it's, it's gonna, a very, very slow work in progress. <laughs> yeah, we're That's, gonna make it look. Uh, yeah, cool. there's currently four. We're gonna make it so we can actually One of invite put together backwards. Mine, which I actually Still. like. Yeah, it but then I learned my lesson. Straight, but <laughs> this chair is backwards. Yours is. Is yeah. there two <laughs> of them? He's <laughs> got the bad one. Pivot. I usually yeah, always see, end up with that. Handle left side. Yes. Pivot. Switching chairs. Walk around that giant light that's here for no reason. <laughs> no, that oh, was for oh, your podcast God. with drinking bros. Why didn't oh, yeah, you yeah. say anything? You guys should turn <laughs> on that. Onyx, don't. No, leave it alone. If you turn that light on, we all will have phenomenal skin instantly. It's amazing. It's me. Oh it's like my a God. Yeah. Tanning bed? I don't know. Right, Turn it on, Onyx, so we Onyx. can see. It's on the rope. Oh, it's fluorescent even. It's it's cool. It it makes us all like oh, it wow. just fixes your skin. It's just, it's bright. What's what's all over your shirt? Right. No. <laughs> the, oh, it's a black person. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that Gross. come from? <laughs> I just seen the fluorescent light. Imagine. <laughs> Yuck. But anyway, where were we? So, so of when we started earlier, <laughs> Joe Rogan and his donkey. Yeah, got him, got him pulled oh. off of uh, Fear Factor. <laughs> but we, uh, so when, when I first started there, we had one battery-powered impact. So you decided, okay, you're going here, and you have you have 85 bolts to to take out. I got to go over here, and I only have 62. So I'll take the impact. Here's a ratchet. Here's a that's, ratchet. That's what we started a with. Ratchet. And our Millwright trailer was a two-wheel drive regular cab Chevy pickup. Yeah, <laughs> with an eight-foot box. I got. Yeah. I know. I got some good commission checks from selling parts and di- yep. different things coming there. Oh, yeah. Man. And you sell them an impact. Oh, I'm sure. Becky I was did. a Napa girl. It was a, uh, yeah. and it was, it, to be fair, but I didn't it was start to start service up. them until after Joey or after Randy left. Yeah, because I didn't mm-hmm. ever. I didn't know you. And he but had it, a crew that subbed on before I. That's kind of yeah. why I started. Yep. I didn't know yep. what I was doing. Never did it before. Uh, I was going to start building this. It was three. It was three carpenters that decided they would build bins. It went real well. We did no, for a while. Not at all. They sold a lot of not, bins. But oh, a lot we of sold bins. a lot of bins. So in, in the first two years, we had the uh, uh, the world record for selling soak-up dryers. Really? Like 38 and 42-some dryers in the first couple of years. Mm-hmm. Wow. Really? And that was not including the ones that we traded in. 
It was just a madhouse. It was. And it was all, you know, there were 12, 16 foot riders were just crazy. Yeah. What did that? What's that? Like, what caused Because this was. Well, what, farming years ago? was good. This was all. This was all six. There, too. Oh, uh, oh, four, farming oh, five. Farming was consistent, say, but it wasn't. Earlier than that, even. I guess that no, was before the. Was when I started. Uh, the, the after harvest of four. Are you sure? Yep, because really? four was that because wet we, year. That was we last put year in, custom harvested. Yeah, that does sound right. Yep. Yep. I'm trying to think when we put so, the pits in, but the first time I met Dita was when we were out here trying to get the the gravel out from around the pits because we were going to put concrete around them. Yep, because yep. I started, you guys did it that spring. I started later in that summer. No. Did the pits get put in the spring here or midsummer? Uh, they must have because we had them in for the fall before, but we didn't get concrete okay, over them. Okay, I started right after that, and then the next year is when we tried to do the cement. Okay. Yep. It was probably the first year, remember, when your bin blew down? Yeah, because yeah. I tore oh, your, yeah, I yeah. tore that Brock bin out. That was because Kanabi's oh, here too. For a year. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, because Kanabi's rebuilt that. Kanabi's rebuilt yep. that one. Yep. That so down. it was yeah. that. Because it was only yeah. under propane tanks, and we came over 13? the boom truck. No. We yeah. Tried to lift it off to. No, it would have been because I was gone from yeah, there by by six or I don't. I was only there two years. Oh five. Yeah, because we had to race in Madison. Sounds about right. Okay, so you. It's very important. Yes. So we had to get that bin off that LP tank so we could go to Madison race. I remember, I think your dad was working LP man yet. He was LP. And he guy. came here and he shut him off, and I, we're lifting up the boom truck. I'm like, I cut die steep. Like if this thing slips, we're holding on to a bunch of. I cut messed I, up metal. I cut holes in it with sawzall in the bin. Ran a chain through the crunched up oh. bin, picked it up with the boom truck, and slid the LP tanks out from under it. Oofda. What'd you slide them out with? I think the Senex was there with their Your dad was here. Yeah, so the the actual LP trailers that they use. Yep. So he lifted it up oh, okay. so they could back underneath it. Chain and picked oh, it up okay. to the trailer. Yep. Yep. But but to be fair, that was a startup. He was a salesman for another company, went on his own. So when we started, they built the shed, uh, worked on gravel for the first couple years. Um, you know, and slowly as as he was able to, then he put cement in the in the shed and we eventually insulated it. There was cement shop. when I started. There was but cement. It was pallets and tractors everywhere. Yeah, like so it's probably was, right. It just came okay. off the gravel basically. Yep. And the gravel is a real nightmare trying to because we we get in that shop. We'd get mm-hmm. yeah fifteen semi loads of bins and you set them on gravel. Yeah. With a loader tractor, we didn't have a forklift that, yet at that time. Scratch and then they're going to sink on one we, side all the time. Yeah, yep. but I could count them many times. Uh, so we had a bit. We actually had a good building crew before that too. Um, that built bins fast, and that was the only thing that kept it going. But talking about Mitch. Yep. So there was many times at midnight. Uh, me and the owner would be out delivering bins at midnight with a boom truck because we had no way of unloading them. So you'd pull up the semi in a in a fifth wheel trailer, and then you'd pick every pallet off and set on the pad. When the you were month. before you left, did we even have a skid loader for doing cement yet? Nope. Uh-uh. We're still doing cement all by hand and yep. and uh, usually borrowing loader. the farmer's loader. Might, you would dump a few loads with us so we didn't have to walk it all it in. Might have been an H farmall, but it was the farmer's loader, whatever he had. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, it, it and it came a long ways, and then it and worked. then you went That's out. The way you do it when you start. But. Yep. So then you started the you took over the mill right. Yep. So doing uh, grain legs I pits. Twelve, twelve, and yep. then and then went out on your own, and then started. Oh nine, I actually went on my own, but I did it. Oh, that's right. Partnered yep. with it with for the, yep. the twelve. Yep. Okay. So when when Dieter actually was working on that other crew, when we put up our grain leg. Yep. But you were kind of handling that. On which when? Uh, on the grain, because we were working with you on the leg. 
Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, do you know what year that was? I want to say I think that was my seven. Yeah. Okay. That was after I kind of went on my own. So I was working there full time as a millwright, and that was yeah some of the first legs and stuff we ever built. We didn't yeah. even know what we were doing. He, you know, we just kind of. He always we always shied away from legs just because we nobody knew didn't know and we didn't uh, we didn't have the crew we didn't have the equipment we didn't have the manpower we were we were dryers and farm bins. Well, fifteen years ago there wasn't many grain legs around no, here. That's no. true. Yeah. No. There's been a lot that's gone up in the last 15. Yep. And a lot of it, like him, me, you went there to learn from someone, and the person we worked with was very good at it. Smarter heck on the dryers, but yep. teaching was the tough part. So we had to yeah. go, go learn on your own. Yeah. And that was oh, the same completely, on completely your fed to the wolves. Your built by me just learning how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was you'd kind of a deal for some people so right away. For, for service, you'd go out, a guy would have a... Uh, a fan Launch motor pail with a 916 wrench. Yeah, and a fan <laughs> motor goes on a dryer, so you throw a 15 horse motor, which weighs 700 pounds, We've in the back them. of the pickup. And here, this guy needs a fan motor. Was well, he there? I don't think so. Come along. How are we going to get it in there? He's like, well, go grab a couple come alongs. You'll figure it out. Well, use come alongs <laughs> to get it in the back of the. Pickup. Yeah, like can can someone come with and help? Well, no, you'll get it. I got faith in you. You'll get it. And you went and you did. You you figured it out mm-hmm. between come-alongs or you'd you'd go steal the, the farmer's skid loader, loader tractor, whatever it took. Mm-hmm. And you we always got it done. I did the Clinton elevator. Was that a triple sack or double? That was a triple. Farm fans triple. So I did the, the top burner with come-alongs and it took me nine different sets of come-alongs <laughs> to get the motor up there by myself. Keep jacking. <laughs> and I, that, thought, I, I don't know why. I thing to just, I mean, you're underneath right. it and you're trying to pull. If that thing would have broke, you're hanging over the edge. So, oh, how we didn't die. Oh, we did some dumb things. That you you didn't climb a bin if you didn't have to. You jump on the ball, mm-hmm. so the crane would <laughs> swing the ball down. You just jump on the ball and hang on to the cable. Oh yeah, and then he yep. picks you up, which it felt safe. But is all it took is that crane guy to to, to smack that ball against the bin, and you were you're going. Gone. You weren't oh, gonna yeah. hang on to that. You know, 40, 50 feet in the air. Yep. And then uh, if the hit in the side of the bin didn't kill you first, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it wouldn't take that much to knock your feet off that ball. You no. know. And uh, we used to repair bin roofs. We just work off the rin, wind ring. So there's yep. a ring around the top of the bin that basically helps hold it shape. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's an aluminum tube that comes apart if the wind blows too hard. Yeah. A galvanized tube. Galvanized, galvanized tube. tube. So I've been mowing the lawn and found those rings laying in there. <laughs> oh, in yeah. The, uh, yeah. If, if they're not, off. yeah, if they're not yeah. put in right and tight. Yep. But yeah. that, so you'd slide down and hang, and they're a pretty good foot ledge. Well, I'd it, used it'd be hard to fall off. up there, yeah. But we would slide down to that, then we'd climb over it, and you hang on with one hand onto that, and then uh, cut a vent, cut a vent into a bin and screw it on. With the other hand. With the other hand, yep. 50 feet in the air. We didn't have right. a harness. There was no, no harnesses, harness no ropes. Yeah. So that was one <laughs> thing I, when you went on your own and started, I was like, geez, do you just guys have harnesses on? Like, where, where the hell did he get a harness? Yeah. <laughs> you can, you can buy those? Sallies, right? yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was one thing. I was, it's weird. I thought I that was pretty good. I tell them randomly, they'll leave the shop and not every week, but every two weeks or so, yeah. I'll see them one day and just get a weird feeling about it, you know, or something. You're like, hey guys, be smart today. Don't be dumb. And I think it helps because maybe they'll have it in their head. And they won't I think it does. You, when you talk farm safety, it's hard to, and believe me, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I shouldn't say I'm not big on it, but I don't always follow what I preach either. But um, 
Farm safety is kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be fine. I've done this a hundred times. I'll just hang on to the wind ring. It'll take me 30 seconds to do this job. If I have to go get a stupid harness, mm-hmm. put it on, take it'll take minutes. me. Yep. Yeah. So yep. it'll be fine. I've done it a hundred times. And, yep. and that, that's all, all it takes. takes but you time. don't really think that to yourself. You just go do it. So one thing, one Look, thing I was. So you guys have been doing it for how long? And you know what? You're pretty sure of yourself, right? We all are. But some of these young kids, the first thing I ask them in an interview, are you scared of heights? And the kids that say, absolutely not. And they act like I can run circles up there. That's the one I hesitate on hiring. I want right. the one that's nervous. Right. A little bit. You should be afraid of heights. Like, footed. Yeah. That little smart aleck that thinks he's a little whiz up there. Because he's the one that's going to slip and do something dumb because right. he's not yeah. thinking. And I was, uh, yeah, I was always that guy that you climb to a bin. I'm not going to hang out with my hands and my feet. I'm going to stand up and walk up that roof mm-hmm. with my feet. I'll be fine yep. until I fall over backwards or trip or whatever until the one little slip yeah so right. my, my favorite saying now at work always is is well yeah everything's fine until it's not right until like it's it'll, not. it'll be fine like yeah. uh you know we we dig a dig a hole that's a little scary you dig a, a seven foot hole straight up walls ah, it'll be fine i've been in these before well yeah until it's not yeah you know <sighs> our sh- slough off and that's over yeah. yeah our shop didn't burn down until the damn shop burned down right yeah like everything's fine until it's not right so people climb in a grain been a hundred times and then Same, the day the, that yeah, the grain goes and then they're actually, dead. Like, I yeah. really impressed this year. I thought this year was going to be and it started our bad. Fingers. It started horrible. It did, but I can't believe it stopped. We haven't heard it's, much and I hope it yep. stays that way, but I thought this was going to be way worse. Probably because not many people are moving corn. grain. And I'm I hope sure that helps. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully they remember it because yeah, because we don't have very good quality grain in the bins right no, now. It's light. It's and it's and that makes it more susceptible to cave in or whatever. Uh, it stacks up more, so you can have more troubles. Sure. Yeah. Which would bring more guys. Well. Yep. Right. Which will bring more guys to going into the bin when they should. Sure, sometimes right. the bin's almost empty, and they should know that, but the other hired guy doesn't know it. But it was already a bunch taken out, and there's a two foot right layer in there. A little right in there, and he's gone. Yeah. Right. We've had it. Uh, so we haven't. Uh, we've slept a few small bins out, but none of the big ones. We've had it before when we've had poor crop years mm-hmm. where that stacks up so tall you can walk in the door and it's stacked up I don't know 20 30 feet oh, yeah. and if it starts to starts to avalanche like it does or starts to to cave or yep. uh, that would bury you I and mean it, but it there, there's so there's situations on the farm though like when you have to go into the bin right like oh, you know it's yeah. unsafe you yeah. have but you have to but so that's the situation mm. where I mean you have somebody right. outside of the bin like yep. you tie off you tie on to something but there's almost like, always something more you can do you right, know. right. And most of hey, the time, like, hey, you guys, gonna... like, have you, do you ever tie off when you go in a bin? I don't think you do. Do you? I, I don't, it, not once in my, yeah. I don't even know how. Yeah, I've and to me, that's up. just crazy. Yeah. Like, that, to me, that seems like something that's either. so, that would be, I mean, easy. You know, buy the equipment, keep it there, like. But there we go back to the same comment where we say that there's that extra 15 minutes. I just got to run yeah. Right. I'm going to run over you know, to right to that spot right. and do this thing. But at yeah. some point in time, you know, like, I mean, how many how many farmers are going to die before people go like, oh, yeah, maybe that 15 minutes might, I, like, I, could I, actually, yep. yeah. Like, I guess I, that like, wasn't fine. Like, how many, you know, it's yeah. just like, like, it's just how many people have to die for, how many people does it take for it, you guys Sink to understand yeah, that, like, practice. you're not, you're not, uh, you're not immune. Like, can happen to anybody any day of the week. Nobody's like, invincible. Yeah. And that's how it. That's how it happens. Is you do it so many times, and it was fine. Right. Oh, I'll just go quick. 
Yeah. And usually if you're by yourself and you're the one unloading the bin and that, this situation is probably okay because right. don't run the unload, don't climb in the top. Right. Shut that off. But then Zach goes up there. Dad didn't know. He comes back with the truck, flips the unload on. And it's so, it's, it's like, you yeah, think that, yeah. you always think like, okay, this, this will be the time that, that the, like the farmers get it. Or like when you talk about school shootings, like, okay, this will, this will be the school shooting that'll, that'll make change happen, whatever the change needs to be. And it's like, there's never, you know, 17 kindergartners wasn't enough, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, there's the, like kids get a kid in a grain bin or whatever like that's still not enough for people to think like I should be tying off or doing whatever like what like what will be enough to get people to actually well, make the right. changes and implements yeah, on their farm to, well it's it's to, a slow it's learn, a very slow process everybody makes mistakes and then once we got it all figured out the next generation comes right. that it's the same thing our parents told us not to do this yep. right. we said we're never going to turn out to be them well here we are Ten, right. we're kind of like them so the same yeah. generation thing is happening again. And, it, mm-hmm. and it's it's a slow change. Ten years ago, how many people wore high-vis anything? A bright shirt. Right. Oh, yeah. Maybe 15, but nobody did. No, it's almost and then, mandatory. Yeah, and, and right away, you know, there's a big pushback and whatever, and then slowly guys are wearing vests, and we're not real good at, at work either. We, we have them around, and um, so one thing we tried, so we everyone buys a bright shirt at least so at least we have a fluorescent shirt that we're wearing is that why the MPL t-shirts are blaze orange yes yeah makes yeah. sense and that's a good idea yeah. yeah so when you it's just so now okay now we have these shirts that are bright What's okay MPL? at least you wear the master wear pipe the player you got shirts Randy the master pipe what player. you yeah. got shirts we gotta get some master pipe player shirts at the merch room or here. mnmillennialfarmer.com yes. oh, check out the merch page best man yes <laughs> <laughs> where do I gotta get it <laughs> if you uh, if you need some shirts to wash your vehicle with or really wipe good? your ass with or <laughs> whatever, yeah, you need rags yep. for cleaning your gun. You check it out. Farm, farm focus. <laughs> Does it come with sleeves? They do. Oh, yes. Yeah. So you get you get the shirt. And the sleeves with the order separate. Is yeah. there? Are yeah. you yeah. going to start, Randy? Are you going to start to offer a sleeveless box. option? I, I was I was going to talk to Ben about it. Yeah, we were talking. I about think it. what you should do is just have him <laughs> cut the sleeves off before he sells them. Like, just make that like the t-shirts that just come and with then, the sleeves cut off. Like, there'll be an yeah, option. Be there'll be an option you can click for three dollars more for sleeves. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's three dollars more to get the sleeves removed. Yeah, well, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. cut them. Yeah, yeah. It'll take Ben time to cut the sleeves. Yeah, but yes. then they still come with in case you want to weld right. them back on. I got I got a Trevor Bales <laughs> or t-shirt yesterday and I had to cut the sleeves off when it came. Yeah, oh, see, yeah. Why, wouldn't it have, why wouldn't you have it taken them off before sleeveless. you ship it? Well, especially since he's from Arizona, who would want to wear sleeves in all that heat? Yeah, it, did. it just doesn't make sense. He should know it's summertime here. You cut the sleeves off when you, you cut the sleeves off. Yes. Yeah, we're going to have to get into that when that. he comes on the podcast and figure out why they wear sleeves when it's hot. Yes. We were at Elk one time. Elk Lake on the boat and Randy showed up with that old white S10 I think you had and we're Sonoma. on the boat GMC Sonoma Sonoma sorry and Randy didn't cut us sleeves off back then <laughs> and we were on the boat and he's up there waving no I, I did it, yeah, it just looked like I had a tank top. I'm pretty sure it looked like you had a white t-shirt on. Like <laughs> well, it still shirt. does. And we got up there and we laughed so hard because we got up there and found out he didn't have a shirt on at all. Oh, my God. And it looked like this white piece of paper from the lake, <laughs> except for his arms. <laughs> He's up there waving. Oh, that was, well, working on grain bins, yeah. that was like a freaking mirror. 
You, know, you oh, see yeah. the people that sunbathe with the mirror thingy? Work next to that stupid grain bin, and that's what you yep. look like by freaking March. You can't hold your damn hand on, on that steel mm-hmm. after it's been in the sun. Well, it's, that's our, all these kids want to wear shorts and stuff. I'm like, ah, not when you're doing bins. You, you guys have to wear gloves all day? when you're. We don't. You get used to it. You do? But, you know, like when you go up there and you kneel on it to try to do something on top, yeah. it burns. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I'm good. Yep. If we're on the ground, yep. When we're on the ground, we will. You know, if you're just pushing bolts, it's not a big deal. But right, we're drinking the Bushlight corn cob cans Bush tonight, cobbers. huh? I'm gonna call them cobbers. Yeah. For the farmers, it says. It is a really pretty oh, can. Shucks. <laughs> dollar from every case goes to Oh, Randy's farm still drinking. Right, right? Yep. 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 A dollar for every case goes to Farm Rescue. Yep. Yep. That's awesome. How long are they going to do this for? I think it says something about Farm Rescue right on the can. All summer, maybe? Uh, I, th- I guess I don't. They haven't sent us that information. Yeah, we're so supposed to. So I can't to. say. I'll just have to I'm dollar. I'm getting the impression that it's fairly limited. I'll just have to donate a dollar for every case that you this drink summer. of Coors Light. Yeah. Of unnamed. Of you, don't, unnamed. you don't like Bush Light? Uh, it's not that I don't like it. You just, just prefer Coors. It's all about a class. I'll thing. just, just, I'll just pay an yeah, extra. He's upper level. <laughs> I'll just pay an extra dollar per case to drink. I am just not like. picky on beer. Like, if it's a light, genuine draft beer, I'm, it's fine. I used to drink. That's all I drank. I used to drink Miller Lite, and then I go, I get to a point where I just get so full, I gotta yeah. try something else. But I'll Miller Lite is less filling. Terrible stuff. <laughs> Great taste and less filling. Know, right? Well, terrible advertising. Might be less filling, but it's not worth it. <laughs> it all tastes the same. I'm telling you. As Other you than tell, Bud Light, I will not. I won't drink Bud Light. One beer you can't have anymore. That I've had that problem many <laughs> times. Bud Light is nasty. So I can't. No, Mick, Mick Goldie lights the worst. Mick Goldie. Yeah, see, I think you know, that's good. Oh, I'll drink. A, I'll drink a Mick Goldie any day before a Miller Light. Oh, that to me. Miller Light. I'll drink a Bud Light. Ugh. Bud Light's my number two. No. Bud Light's a bad day. Your for number me the next two? Day. Yeah. Bud Light's my me. number two. Ill. That's so stinky. That's my yep. number two from Ill. the bottom. That goes right down there with Goldie. A ah, little rice beer. Bud Light. Bud Light. Oh, yeah. I don't want but, either but one of those. But Budweiser is good. I mean, it makes me feel sick. <laughs> well, but Budweiser. Solid yeah, gut rat. I don't know if I've drank oh, yeah. even oh, at all. I, I, two, three beers into it, I'm like, oh. It's because it's made out of pure diesel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not good. So I have, I have accumulated, I'm up to probably a 12-pack in my beer fridge in the garage of Miller Lights. So anytime you're driving by, pick them up. Like Why don't you bring him camping yeah. this weekend? You do like Miller Lite? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah. That's yeah, Zach's like that's first choice, beer. probably. Yuck. Okay, I'll, I'll throw him in the cooler if there's room. Yeah. For can- well, uh, well, no, I'm going to drink the Cobbers this weekend. I got three cases of these. Okay. So, because I'm getting, I was just saying, like, I get the impression these are pretty limited because the guy we know now that owns the uh, liquor store that I got him at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had to set them aside. He saved them for yeah, you. Yeah, he saved them. He sent me a message like, do you You're want some the of these? They're going fast. Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah. He had to wow. put them in his office, so he saved uh, three cases for me. Holy cow. Nice. I gave one to car owner Corey last night because I've been drinking his Keystones. You, a case, will he drink them? Oh, yeah. yeah he'll yeah, drink he anything. Drink, he likes oh, yeah. Keystone yeah. ain't that bad either. Oh, I Keystone's like Keystone a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah. Keystone yeah. light. I just have never. It's the same thing as Bush Light and Coors. I've never seen yeah, car owner Corey with anything other than a case of Keystone under his arm. Yeah. He oh, when he steps it cheap. up a, a class, when he levels up a bit, he goes <laughs> to the Bush Light. Then he goes to the Bush. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> when times are good. Do you, know, do you know what's better than a cold bud? 
a warm bush. Oh. <laughs> I've heard, heard this heard one. Heard that one, huh? Heard this one. I spelt that wrong today, right? <laughs> <laughs> when I said I like bush. <laughs> so back, back on grain bins. So everybody knows. Bring her back around. Yes. Do we need to mention that this podcast is sponsored by FBN? Yeah. What can you tell me about FBN? Okay, so you're going to hold that thought, Randy? Holding. Wait, let me write it down. Write it down. Everybody quiet. He's writing. Green bins. Loud hammering of wrenches. Cranes are cool. Communicate (laughs) with outside bolt How does he do that pushers <laughs> okay go so ahead much better I got when it you write, when you read out loud what you're writing on a podcast this is good stuff here guys good stuff what was I gonna say this podcast is okay, so brought to you by FBN Todd called me the other day this so, is our this is our local rep so is FBN Todd who when he introduced himself to me the first time I thought he said Tom yeah, so it's so he's still in my phone as FBN Tom. So now every time I talk to him, I don't remember if it's Tom or Todd because I don't remember if I switched it back. So I, I call him Tom a lot. So remember MySpace Tom? MySpace. No, I'm getting blank stares. No. MySpace Tom? What's, what's Do you remember MySpace? My no. no I've, I've heard of it, but I never... No, Come nothing. On, you guys. I remember it, but I don't know. No, don't be too on. cool it was for the like, Honestly, It was MySpace like Tom. Facebook before Facebook. It was MySpace. Like you had a, a... I was a late bloomer even on Facebook. See, I was too. I came in like six years ago or something. About the same <laughs> All time. All right. Well, everybody else listening knows MySpace Tom. Okay. So from now on, we have FBN Tom. He's similar, but th- this story does nothing for you guys because you don't we know, don't know who who MySpace is. Tom is. Okay. okay. He, he was a guy so, on MySpace. Yeah. So, t- yeah. <laughs> we won't get into it. I'm not going to try to explain it because it's never going to really would matter. It, would it be his space then? He created well, that, MySpace. He yes. had one of his own spaces. Yeah. It was his space on MySpace. Yep. Okay. You could create your own space. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Go on. laughs> FBN also has a community tab, which is kind of like a MySpace for farmers. But way cooler. Do you also have a, uh, uh, his, your space? His space? Okay, what's in the community tab? FBN. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about that? Well, I don't know. It, so the community tab is a, like a, a public forum, a back and forth. It's it's a social media for farmers. It's like a chat room. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. It's a. What would it be? It's not a chat room. Do you do you <laughs> message people room. back and forth? It's a forum. Isn't that what a chat room is? No, a chat room. What's a room? chat room? A chat room's a not forum a forum, right? A question and answers, right? A chat room is yeah, back and forth. for a date. Yeah, isn't it, well, yeah, isn't a chat room like you're you're in the room, I'm in the room, and we chat back and forth? Unless we go to our own room. <laughs> <laughs> Do those still exist? I don't, I don't chat know. Chat rooms were fun. <laughs> See, I don't even, I assumed a chat room was a forum where you just message back and forth. Yeah, but it was like a live, like you were text messaging a stranger. Every time I went, to and there a chat could be room. like forty strangers in the room. Okay, D- didn't didn't know that. It was that like either. a live feed. Oh, yeah. Like you could be a chat room other. about, like, I don't. Know. So, so be, there was a there was a there was a website back in the day that was just a bunch of chat rooms, and you could go there. What was the name of that? Go, <laughs> Hotel chat. 
don't remember. The only one I remember in, like, is Lookers. Could, you had to have a lot of dollar bills. To where? The chat room. What was, what was Lookers. it called? Lookers. That's uh, That's different. a chat room, right? No, that was a VIP room. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> oh, you... Well, we just chatted back there. <laughs> Wait a second. I got ripped off. It kind of felt like I was begging a little bit. You're not supposed to bring your computer. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. So. I've been trying to get to this commercial for a while. <laughs> so, so, so it's a forum. You can message back and forth. Yeah. Just ask a random question. Yes. And I, so I've got a couple posts in there asking questions to guys, and then whoever comes and goes can come on there and comment their thing, right? Right. So I've got a couple. Like one of the things I, I asked, the first one when it was pretty new was we were pricing planters about a year ago, and I asked about hydraulic downforce. And I still get comments on that. Like people have all kinds of opinions okay. as to whether it's worth the money or not. Yep. Nobody really, nobody really says that it isn't you know a step up but is it worth the money is it worth the money for it yeah will and it that will was, it return and how long will it take exactly. to return exactly and that's what i yep. was wondering when we were pricing planters like wow it was i don't know what maybe 40 grand to upgrade to that i mean it was it's probably not that much but it was an insane amount yep so yeah. i was trying to decide like at some point we're probably going to want to go to that right like when and yeah. is it worth it right yep but so I've done that. Um, I started one um, asking like, "What was the best piece of advice the generation before you has given you?" And that's a fun one, cool uh, one to read through. Yeah, There's some negativity there that's just like, "I ah, get off of here." Like people mm-hmm. use it as an opportunity to whine, oh. but uh, you know they'll do that anywhere. Yes. Yeah, but it's a cool thing. It's the community tab at FBN. The other thing I wanted to say that I'm going to get to here is um, MySpace Tom didn't call me, but FBN Todd did. And just wanted to let me know that I have an almost $500 credit on my account. I'm like, okay, like, what's that from? We didn't return anything. We took all our stuff. And he said it was because uh, one of the chemicals, I think it was mesotrione, one of the chemicals we bought in November went down. And so they credited my account back for the amount that it went down. Wow. How many suppliers do that? None. Take the high number and call good. Yeah, most of the other suppliers, if it goes up, they'll just send you another bill. Right. They're not going to pass it on. No. Yeah. No. They would never. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, explain that to me again. Yeah. What? So the other thing is FBN Todd. uh, Oh, you missed out on that. Sorry for bringing. I'm going to bring it up anyways. We got cheeseburgers this spring during that oh, planting season. I remember season. that. That's right. Yep. Yeah. He he chuckled when he dropped him off and said, "Ah, I've given Zach enough stuff. He's too far away today." That's <laughs> so he did think of you. Well, that was nice. Yeah, you were in his thoughts that day. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was pretty good though. That that day on Instagram. He brought him to Chet too. Chet and Doug well, got meals. So I messaged. It was it was like midnight, and I'm. Planting corn, and that was a really good shout out. So I, so that I messaged FBN some food. Yeah, so I messaged. Uh, uh, I tagged you in it, and then Larson Farms, and I, I just messaged. You know, hey, I heard that FBN Todd and, and FBN is bringing us out burgers tomorrow, or, or bringing us lunch tomorrow at noon. Like, how cool is that? And I just put that out there. So the next day, about nine thirty, I get a call from Todd. Like, ah, real great guy, <laughs> 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 or or good one, or whatever. He said he said he's at a sales meeting in the morning they're like oh and and i hear 
here, uh, Todd is going to make some rounds today with some food. And he's like, I am? He's like, uh, you better check Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like. I knew it so, the moment I saw it. He, That's genius. <laughs> when he called, when he called, I said, well, are you actually in the area and, and going to do it? Because he calls to say how many guys you got working today. Yep. And he's like, well, well, you called me out. I have to. And it, it just so happened he was driving by us, too. It didn't hurt. But sure he so was. Yeah, it was, a, it was, it was a pretty guy. good. It was a pretty good call out. <laughs> I was with him that time we found your tile plow sitting out by the highway. Yeah, Is that the I, time that you put your something on his door handle. My I testicles. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, this is podcast. We can talk about that. I yeah, I just so. hinted at it on the YouTube channel. Right. But yeah. on, on the podcast bring, or the Instagram stories, I just told him, like, r- we found Randy's tile plow sitting out there, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take a picture of my nuts on his door handle and send it to him. I have the picture to prove it if anybody wants to see. Did it feel yeah. different? Uh, uh, message. message send, him, uh, send him to Brian. He'll be able to verify those yeah. are my testicles. Brian, Brian Brown has seen my testicles numerous times. Oh, my God. And it's not like I'm not pinpointing him. It's just that every time I take him out, there's Brian. <laughs> so, so sorry about that, Brian. I'm I get sorry. a picture. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember what we were doing that day. Were we farming or I don't know what we were doing. Anyways, I get a picture of Zach hanging onto his nuts with him resting on the door handle of the tile plow in a picture. Well, now, you didn't know it was me. It came from my phone number and it was a first person shot, but... Yeah. So you can't see my face. No, I I suppose not. But those are definitely my boots. <laughs> <laughs> so the, Something the familiar first, in this picture. The first thing I do is I'm like, ah. Oh. He wasn't so wearing I, his crocs. Forward, so forward, Brian Brown. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought of. Like, wow, I had to open it and see him. I figured you might as well too. <laughs> <laughs> so there was some pretty good laughs because the next time I never said anything about it, but the next time I got in the plow, I used my sleeve and I opened the door and I put it on Instagram. And there's a handful of guys that figured it out. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a very select few there that knew what was happening. I did that to my wife one time going snowmobile. I was sitting in the back seat and I had a late night the night before at the K-Town pub. Yep. And <laughs> Local so watering hole. Because you, ex- you were sore from exercising. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I was put the blanket over and squeezed a bean outside and <laughs> took a picture of it. Sent it to my one buddy in the pickup and I sent it to my wife also. Well, my wife works at the hospital and her director of nursing and everybody they're all looking at this picture trying to figure out what it was <laughs> what, what she, she finally she finally messaged like, you what like what is this and they were all like, there was somebody like, got gum on the there was like 15 <laughs> girls trying to figure out what this picture was and she goes what is this they said that'd be the beans she, oh my god yeah but is it the left or the right every nurse turned the middle left I guess it was the middle one it was the middle so the, the middle next bean. Christmas party I knew they all seen it because they all brought it up <laughs> I was gonna. So we did a few years ago. We had was a, not impressed. We had an ugly sweater Christmas party. Becky had. That ah, was when you moved in here. Oh yeah. Was so a year and a half ago. I had found. I had found this ridiculous picture of Zach. Actually, I screenshotted off of a, off a video YouTube I video, did, yep. and I had a shirt made with Zach's face on it, and that was oh, my ugly yeah. sweater you contest. Had a screen printed so, so last year, my. Uh, ugly sweater contest was going to be a 3D image of Zach's testicles from that picture <laughs> hanging on the shirt. <laughs> Way bigger. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> so how, how, who, 
Like, who would have made... How would you have created that? Why are you going to find three testicles? (laughs) That was the issue. That's what shut it down. (laughs) So, again, thank you to FBN for sponsoring this podcast. This is still a commercial. And if anybody's interested in in being a member, again, they can save $100 by mentioning the Millennial Farmer. And you should do that. Yeah. Keep your nuts in, San Diego. (laughs) 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 All right, Randy, what's your note there? Oh, yeah. Oh, right yeah, that's right. I had a note here. Let's see. It is uh, went in grain bin. Okay. So <laughs> in the, so building grain bins, everyone that's been around a grain bin and have, have seen grain bins get built, They uh, you did a, vi- a cool time lapse last year of, of your bin. Yeah. yeah that ended up yes. really. Dita, Dita ran the cool. GoPro for me because mm-hmm. I was out of town oh, that's right. Friday. So, the, so they build the roof first, and then you put the jacks on it. And you jack it up, put the next ring on, jack it up, put the next ring on. So the guys inside the bin are essentially stuck in the bin. In, in the bin. Until it's Once done. those rings are on for each ring, for each ring, until you tighten them, poke all the bolts, tighten them, Get and bolts. The there's how many bolts in a ring? Depend on the bin, obviously, mm. but a lot. I mean, you there's don't know forty. The answer to that? None. There's <laughs> forty, probably forty bolts per per sheet, and so if it's eight eight around, it's forty times eight. How far apart are they? Could we figure this out? Different, depending on the size of the bin and the three inch rib, so inch and a half. By, right. Inch and a no, half apart. Three inches. Three inches apart. Three inches apart. Three inch, I believe, from center to center. But then you got the top, top row also. You got two side by side on each rib, so going all the way through. But the uh, so it's a lot of bolts. So so you have a guy on the outside push the bolts in. Are the are the kids running like a go kart race upstairs? I, any, anything's <laughs> possible. <laughs> Be funny if you heard something start up like gas powered. It wouldn't surprise me. So Streak Onyx has been on lately. <laughs> so you got guys on the outside. They poke the bolts in. Guys on the inside spin the nuts on, and you go all the way around until they're all done, and then you tighten them, which is two, three, four, however many impacts you have going. And guys on the inside or outside holding the wrenches, you tighten from the inside. Just and then if open. you miss one, so if everyone's got to be on the same bolt, you have to follow the same pattern. Generally, you don't have a great crew of guys that can follow a pattern. So you either do side to side or up and down or whatever it is. But if you got the impact guy that's going on a random pattern and the wrench guy going on a random pattern, you're <laughs> you're constantly missing the bolts and they're sitting there spinning. So then you beat on the bin with a wrench. Just that's how you com- off, well, that's how you communicate. Yeah, I need something. Get on the same bolt. This, or one's, not, this one's loose. It's nothing but it. impacts rattling, oh, wrenches smacking loud. on the bin wall, people yelling that can't hear them at all because they're on the inside bin and the outside bin. It is the most maddening thing you've ever tried to do. So, and you want to someone that's you just, got tinnitus, but you it's just better climb out in jail. <laughs> Well, <laughs> for some of the guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you just want to strangle them because you're you have a, a bolt that they missed, and you're trying to call them back because I have a bolt here. I'm trying to tighten, and the bolt is spinning. They don't. You guys don't use walkie talkies. Well, that was leading up my question. So why why not? Would they, they would they reach through the bins? Nobody no put new batteries in them. Nobody charged them. <laughs> He'd have to have 14. He'd be beating the walkie-talkie yeah. against the wall. because <laughs> Ours get chucked in. The so I'm assuming they're not wearing ear protection either. Oh, yeah. I, uh, 
most I ouch. Never they do. So they're wearing ear protection and then Summer. still trying to hear each other yeah. bang. It's through just the... an echo. It's just an echo of tink tink tink. That does sound like a real shit show. Tink tink tink. And then guys yelling. When you got a good guy on the inside outside, they can read each other by just the noises. Yeah, you can really whip with somebody. It is crazy because they know if they know if you tap, you just go back one or two or whatever. You know, you're right there. Yeah. Yeah. So you, yeah, it's it's amazing if you get well, like anything, you get the right two people or the right crew. That is like us with Tyling, we have when we have the right crew going, which we have for the last two three years. Right. We don't need to use the radio. The radio gets used. Everybody knows what's happening. Yeah. You don't have to tell anybody anything. Even when something happens, they know what the right disaster plan is. Kind of. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, it's it's it goes smooth. And same thing. With the so, building. like in that situation for you, Dita, there's always got to be like the one guy that nobody wants to work with. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. like I, I got. I yep. actually have you it in got, my notes you, here you that I really the, didn't want to work see, with the guy once. You drew the short yeah. stick. No. Did you Which, throw an impact at somebody? Sawzall. Oh, it was a Sawzall? <laughs> it didn't make Randy. sense. Randy. Dita knows the story. I'm trying to think. Oh, <laughs> I don't remember. I had to... That was kind of when I decided that I needed a career change. Oh. <laughs> so I... <laughs> passed the note. <laughs> so You didn't know that? No, yeah, now I do. Oh, okay. Well, I unluckily... It, it didn't make it through the, the, the door in the bin. I was on the inside. He was on the outside. So when it hit the edge of the bin, it broke it in half. So Not then the we, bin. The sawzall. The sawzall, yeah. Mm-hmm. If it would have hit him, I, I would assume he would have been softer and the sawzall went to broke. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it would have taken the target out. Right. And I could have finished the job by myself with a sawzall. I, I couldn't finish the job with the two of us and no sawzall. Was it the same person the one time? I think you were still here. He went up about 20 feet up a ladder on the slippery floor and when he got to the top of the ladder, the ladder slid out and he landed on top of the inside doors of the bin right on his ribs. What? I don't think I was there for that one. <laughs> that was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> no. Because you could hear him coming on the corrugation. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what he always says, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I got when he hit the bottom. Oh, God. <laughs> that was the other dumb thing we always did was stand a stand a 40-foot ladder straight up inside a bin where you have nothing to actually grab onto. And then when you get to the and top, then, go even higher and hold on to the bolts with your fingertips. Hang on to the, hang on to the threads of the of the 3 ace bolt and try to drill. Now try to push a drill with one arm hanging on to the threads of a bolt with another arm. 40 feet in the air with a ladder standing perfectly straight up and down because oh the ladder wasn't tall enough. God. How else are you supposed to do it? Oh, God, we did some dumb did things. Did you at yes, least you have an orange vest on? Right. <laughs> we can see you up there. Definitely. Not. Oh, he's coming down. He's so coming down. Everybody look out and don't catch him. Run. We actually made a piece of chain and welded it to a nut. So we get when you got to the top of the ladder, you could so reach least up soon and you thread get up it onto them old nuts yeah. so you could hold on. Hang on to a chain. So you could hold on. So you'd, at least yeah, you could see? push against something. We used to at the stirators. Very innovative. Yeah. So the stirators are up there on swinging chain. So it's a pipe. It's a, it's a form of a bin dryer. So... Um, so stirator hangs from the center. It, it runs around the track on the outside, but it hangs by a chain in the center. And there's augers that go all the way down to the bottom of the bin. And it turns in a circle slowly. If you if you Google it, it's a pretty cool Mixes to watch them work. Corn. Mixes yep. the corn in the yep. bin if you have like a bin. That's dryer. what created Sukup. Actually, That's what started. Eugene yeah. Sukup started with a drill with a big auger shaft, whatever, a 
with the, that little thin flighting on yep. there. Yep, and just went hung up it into in the bin. bin and mixed hot spots. And that's what started the whole business. All, that's all where it all started. Was yep. the stirators. But yep. those things, when you had to work on them, so you'd bring a ladder in, they're generally not real big bins, but 20 feet, 18, 20 feet. So you'd set the ladder up on this swinging pole in the middle of a bin. <laughs> and then you just, you would climb it as high as you possibly dared because the more you climbed, the further it swung away from your ladder. You have to get up there quick and then, and then tie your belt around it. <laughs> or throw, throw a ratchet strap around it or something to tie the ladder to the stirrator. But you had to climb up so far and then you'd be, ah, okay, I, I better stop here. Now toss this rope around the top to tie my ladder to it and then I can climb up the rest of the way safely. Sure. And I come off, I came off of one of those probably 15 feet and I landed on my elbow right on the ladder. And I still got the little bone chip in my elbow. Uh. And then that night I woke up in the middle of the night to an infomercial on the TV for the little giant ladders. Oh. <laughs> and I bought, remember that thing? So I, yeah. I, I ordered a little giant ladder off the infomercial at four in the morning. I still have it. Oh I never Those wake things up are to like that 200 pounds. Yeah, but you could, you could do a lot of things with them. Yeah. I don't ever wake up to that infomercial. Every time I wake up, it's like Adam and Eve or something. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember there was a story about when we were in Mexico and and Randy woke up to something about a flashlight. Oh, my God. The flashlight story. We've got to tell the flashlight story. story. Oh, we have got to tell the flashlight story. So how did it start? We were on our way to Mexico. It was the first night of the trip. We're We're like in the airport in Hooters. Yeah, we haven't even like left yet. We're in Mall. America. So you and Neil just kept making the fleshlight joke the whole... I don't remember how that started, but we, yeah, well, just, we were making fleshlight jokes. Right? And making yeah. the sound Before effects. Before we go any farther, <laughs> Dieter, you know what a fleshlight is. Oh, yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> we're making fleshlight jokes, and it continued all week. The, in we were in Mexico vacation. for a week. Through the whole week in Mexico, this thing... joke. <laughs> that I was the, fully into, like... Like yeah. making the jokes and everything too because so you I didn't know what those was. I assumed it was something they made. I figured out from the things <laughs> eight days later on up. the way home on the drive home from the airport in Minneapolis. So did you think flash or you didn't get the flash? So I didn't know right away. So I didn't get it right away. And then I figured it out. I'm like, I'm like, oh, so it's a flashlight that you made for this purpose. And it, that was the joke. Like, I, I thought it was the joke. I didn't know it was an actual thing. thing you didn't like realize it was a company and you could purchase <laughs> they're, one. They're real thing. Yeah, thermos. So the, <laughs> it is. Until you unscrew Were we? <laughs> oh, my Were we? God. <laughs> thermos. Uh, I want to I, I use one now. Like, un- <laughs> <laughs> unscrew the toast. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, uh, uh. Hold on. Taking notes. I'm going to say, can gag. I get some of your coffee? Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Minnesota millennial fleshlights. Fleshlight thermos. No. Mm-mm. You guys. Oh, we're going to call Ben about this. No. <laughs> but was it on the way? Was it on the way home? I figured out, or were it was we home? on the way yeah, home it from was the airport like, in Minneapolis? Yeah, so the like, vacation's we're over. an hour away from home, and Randy was like. Wait, what, where did I thing? specifically remember him going, wait, this is a real thing? <laughs> Eight days later. <laughs> and we're all like, we're all confused. He's like, a, a flashlight is a real thing? I like, thought, Randy, get your phone out of your pocket and hit Google for a second here and type in flashlight. <laughs> a minute later, holy shit. <laughs> 
I have seven of them now. Oh my god! Oh, every color. Uh, I was, he's th- he gets thirsty in the tile plow. Yeah. I bet they don't oh, hold much, god. huh? Oh. No, they don't. They don't. It, the, the worst is when it gets to the end of a long day and you got to squeeze it out. Yeah. It's like bringing out a towel. <laughs> that whole trip, I was thinking go good in the dishwasher. Oh my god! I am gonna kick you in the face. Well, the dishwasher's got the things on with the little extra sprayer to clean like bottles. Yeah. <laughs> you just put it up. You stick them on the little like the just shove the, it on the prong. The tie yeah, the prong on the top shelf. Just <laughs> that was that, that was always make when you pull them out. The joke, the and joke that whole time was on. every time you every time you'd walk by somebody you just go. <laughs> so I, I put two and two together like okay it's a flashlight and you're using it for this like that's genius we should patent this and then I, <laughs> I figure out it's already a, a thermos <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh the shit we can come up with huh when it starts getting deep yes well, that's a fantastic idea that uh I remember that forever Andy <laughs> was that the trip when the shop burned down it was it was yeah yeah, yeah. Neil and yeah. Lara so while, while we're there in the middle of this thing I get a phone call that our shop's on fire and they they literally burned the place down we yep. have to have told that story right I think we have I'm pretty sure but yeah. it just specifically when you leave and like hey DJ don't burn the place down right they, they literally burned it down <laughs> gone I remember yep. that we were halfway home from Alaska when we heard that same story and then I heard that you weren't even around yet or none yeah Todd and Terry were around no more yeah yeah yep what were you in Alaska doing? Snowmobile race for the Iron Dog. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yep. So you, the Iron Dog, this is a race that's in Alaska. What is it again? 2,031 mile cross country race. How many With days? sled dogs. As yeah, many as it takes. It's in take? a week period, but week. it's by time by hours, so. Yep. How many times have you run this? Five. How many times did you almost die? I like how she's just so. Like, so now the last podcast is coming back to her. Like, right. boom, 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 boom. Took a little while. Take you it easy. It, you this ran is, it five this, times? I think I did the trail class once. I did once with Randy, once with Mike, once with Kurt, and once with Jeff. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's five times. Yep. So four, the trail four times pro, one time just trail class, which is not competitive. What's What's the trail class? Half of it. You're on a thousand miles, and so a thousand miles. Friends, we did it with seven of us. It's still It's still trial, or, or timed. It's still timed, but it's not for nothing. So you're, how does no, it? It's not enough for money or nothing. It's just you just. So how it. does How does that work? You have to make it to a checkpoint. Yep, like the pro one. Uh, yeah. Yes, the pro is all timed. All so timed. It's all by you got. You can go this far. You have to take mandatory this much time off. What does that there. What does that look like? Eighteen hours, ten hours, five to stay, what, or to just get to make the checkpoints? Okay, so like our first day, we start on a Sunday round. I think the clock starts clicking between the ten o'clock and noon. I think so, is where you're fired off. You start every two minutes. So every two minutes, another team. Another team fires How, off. Our teams always two. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mandatory so two people. Two, two people. Sleds. Two people sled every you can two tow minutes. Into a checkpoint, you cannot tow out. You got to be running and go at least hundred yards. Oh, and you can. So even if you got a blown up sled, you got to fire it up and get it out a little ways, and then you can take off again. And, and then, then you these can tow. checkpoints, you stay with like strangers in these Alaskan yep. little uh, communities, you know right? People, you know, after we got to know people, we started saying that we knew we had it kind of set up. But beforehand, you just might be in a cafe with a long hallway full of bunk beds. You know, so your like, first. So they had bunk beds set up for a place for you to stay. Yep. 
Okay. Because this is probably like their runestone days. Like it, it's their. It's oh, it's like they treat you like your Tom Cruise when they pull in because they don't see people all year. I mean, right. This is the biggest thing. That's, That's right. so crazy. And it brings money to their communities. I'm Lots sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So you can go like our first day. We started on a Sunday at eleven ish. And we got to our, you know, one time I made it to the first checkpoint to take 14 hours. My first year in the pro, I got there. Oh, boy. Uh, The next day at two in the afternoon, we had a bad run. We hit a tree in the woods and ended up front end was sheared off. We had to tow it and drag it through. And I went 100 extra miles to get for parts. So how do you get a tow? Like you radio for help or? No, no, nobody can help you. You can tow your your partner. partner. Oh, you tow your partner. Okay, I get it. It's such rugged, rough terrain that you can't just like cook it up on the ditch and just drive. Right. It is gnarly. Right. So the one time it took us from when we hit that tree to get to that first checkpoint, it took us probably another 14 and a half hours to get like 150 miles. So how many times have you finished the race? Uh, Finished the trail class. We finished the first time and then I did not finish until 2018. So you've you've finished the full race one time. Yep. Which is not uncommon. No. Oh, yeah. Most guys don't finish this thing every year. It's a 50% success rate that you're even going to finish when you start. Okay. And so two times were breakdowns that you didn't finish, right? First first year was wreck, a wreck in the woods. It took us way longer. Then we kind of got our stuff together. Everything went really well. We made it almost to the thousand mile part. We had shocks go. Just, you know, stuff broke, but not bad. And then we ended up um, hitting open water in the... At eight in the morning, which is still dark till about ten, we hit open water and ended up sinking. How? What do you mean you Norton hit open? Sound. What do you mean you hit open water? Uh, it was overflow, so water came in because of a storm and pushed the ice. Basically, water went on top of the ice. In off the sea, right? Yep. Uh, yeah. the oh, so sound. it was yep. a it was a storm. Well, it's just a storm way out, you know. Pushes right. Like a, okay. I don't know how that works. Like a tsunami, maybe. Oh, like, so not it, that way, but I mean, it wasn't. It's, it's like it, the tide coming it, in, essentially. Yeah, it moves it in. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. when we went down, it was like you know we didn't know what it was, but it was open water and waves, three four feet high, and we went till our belts got wet. Obviously, we went down, and when I went down, I thought we were going down like all the way, and then all of a sudden it stopped. I was standing on the seat. I was up to my <laughs> waist in water. So yeah. you're standing on the seat of the snowmobile. And then so your junk was out of water, bite. so you were fine. You still were able to think. All testicles were You're able to think. You're able to think at that time yet. So, <laughs> so it's it's, it's pitch black, and you're out in the middle of the ocean. Yep. And then we figured, oh, all of our safety gear is in the sled, wet. <laughs> Can't right. have flares or nothing. And there's nothing to burn. It's tundra. It's ice. So we jumped off, and it was up to my neck, and we just started walking, and finally we were getting noticed we started coming up after a while. And we came up and got back up on <laughs> Must the be ice. going the right direction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got back up on the ice, and then we turned around and walked back to the other village. We walked about six miles when they... You didn't get hypothermia? Or, like, how do you... Like, it must have been a warmer night. Like It was. Yeah. No, uh, I mean, it was... 25 degrees and so how do you not get hypothermia or frostbite good gear yeah Yeah, I don't know what salt water is when it freezes but I bet it's worse than regular water (laughs) did you have some like chafing especially moving did you have some chafing 
That was already long from before the- that. <laughs> so we pulled into the first checkpoint that night that we broke down, and we got pictures. I should pull them up on YouTube sometime, but they took pictures of our palms because I had done 100 extra miles getting parts for my partner. That Oh, crap. sure. So I had 450 miles on that first day, and it was warm. It started at like 40-some degrees, and I didn't wear double-layer gloves. They were just one, yep. and my palm was gone, both hands. Oh my God. Nasty, you know, like what it is when that rips. Yep. Well, then, so I went to bed with socks on my hands and a bunch of Neosporins. Gonna say, on my cover hands them in Vaseline. And the other area, because <laughs> that hurt really bad too. Oh, your, your hip. Yeah, yeah, my hip. Okay. Right between them. The innards region. Yes. Worst thing ever was the next day because you got 14 hours from there, no matter what time it is you start. And then you got to take them hands and pull your sled over and then pull down. Oh, so when you. It was about 45 minutes of tears till it kind of just went away and it was. So when you pull into. Yep. The checkpoint. Yep. Whatever time it be. Yep. Then we you got, then you leave. So that year we got at the checkpoint at two in the afternoon. Yep. The year we finished eighth place, which is 2018 here, the last year I ran. Yep. We were at that checkpoint at six o'clock at night. The so night before. how long how long are you there for? Fourteen hours. Once Just you fourteen hours. Once you well, get to the checkpoint, they start a timer. Fourteen hours, you're gone. You yep, leave. but you can split them up. So there's other places in between. There is checkpoints. So if you have trouble, you can take like a six hour. Oh, and gotcha. Then an eight hour. Okay. But you can only take a six at any one of the ones before. So you can use use those up. Yep, but your goal is to get to that. It's called McGrath. Is the name of the town. It's okay. About 350 miles into it. Your goal okay. is to get there clean, not wrecked, and take your fourteen hours. Yep. Because you so. got one of the years. Uh, was there frostbite? Your partner had frostbite? Yep. So that year would break up them. That was in 2017. We went. Everything was going good. It was one of our fastest years to there at that point. And my partner um, yeah, threw a stud through the cooler. Looked like a 22 bullet. And coolant all leaked out. And we had radiators under the hood, dirt bike fans, all kinds of stuff. Because the year before it was warm. Yeah. thought we were going to cure this. And we thought we had it figured out. And Sure enough, um, we pulled onto the river. We passed a bunch of teams. Everything was going great. And we get on the river, and he's like, I'm overheating. I'm like, you can't be. It's 30 below. Yeah. You know, and he looked again, and all of a sudden, his heat light was off. We're like, what the heck? So he took off, made it like 100 yards, and he goes, yes, yeah. at like 240. No. We're like, oh, man. So we shut it off, flipped it over, and all was cool. It's gone. The um, stud went right through the cooler. This is reading air, Tim. <clears throat> Yeah. Yep. yep. So we didn't hollow motor. You know, there's no water in there anymore. Yep. And um, so we hooked a tow rope up and towed, I suppose that was about 40 miles. And it was 35 below. And um, his hands started getting cold then. So then he jumped on my sled. I jumped on his and just. Because he, he didn't up. have hand warmers. Hand warmers. Yep. Because the sled ain't running. And I up. suppose he's not working as hard if he's not riding. No, you're just yeah, trying you're to just, stay warm. Right. You know, and and you're, yeah, nothing's working. So then I jumped on his sled and just balled my hands up and said, just go. I'll bail off if it gets ugly and we're towing 70, 80 miles an hour, you know, and down a river. And we pulled into that checkpoint and took a six-hour layover then trying to figure out what we're going to do. No service at all. Trying to airdrop parts and didn't know what we were going to do. And there's like six teams there. They hit the same. What, what do you airdrop parts? What does that mean? Planes. So we have an airplane hired for the race with a basically one snowmobile tore down and then extra shocks and stuff like so that. All the teams do or you do? Every team will. Every, so You'll you never had finish that thing without an airplane. So you had, you had your own airplane mm-hmm. hired or with yep. you? It's like a Cub 180 little one. 
packed full of random parts. Basically, stripped down sled. Yep. And then um, I'm trying to figure out if Randy actually doesn't remember the. the, the I do know. I do know most of that. But coming back. the people on here don't. I don't oh, remember we about any the, of this. No, I don't this remember part. this last we time. We didn't remember in depth last time. I remember talking about this because the airdrops. Yeah, because yep. when I woke up the next morning, I was ready to order a sled. Yeah, which I still haven't given up yes. on. I'm just kind of ignoring for the moment. Because you remember the part about the tie and the flashlight on it, right? The, the, so the you what? take your parts the, like so we didn't need parts because we flashlight? were screwed. Oh, an actual flashlight. Oh, I mean, yeah, flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> and when you look at the plane, you'd see it flipping, <laughs> coming out. <laughs> what would you tie a flashlight onto? On the they tie them out of the packages. Oh, so when they, they drop them, the arms them. and shocks, whatever that these yep. teams all had bad parts, and they'd fly over in a dark and. You'd watch a package come flying out, and you go run for it. Sure, because the service was terrible. I had a GPS messenger, one of them in reaches. I every text to Megan would take forty-five minutes. I mean, it was Just so painful, and I'm like, "We're we're done." I mean, we're in trouble here. And finally, we're like, "You know what? All we got is wood and JB Weld." What are we going to do? We're in a, This cabin is the size of this room, and there's six teams broke down in there. I mean, I'm talking like this room from here to that wall. Yeah. And there's a fireplace in the corner, and it's like crap hanging in there. There's four checker people in there, and then there's six teams of two guys in this room. Like Todd Palin, was, they, they're busted down in there. My partner was in a bed with him in a sleeping bag or whatever they're trying to sleep you know team members everywhere i had a little wood bench that i was laying my head on their feet was sarah racing that year nope she don't race she wasn't huh (laughs) she was at home winning her own race i think (laughs) jeez i had a question but then it looked like you were gonna say something and i let go of it now i don't know what it was yeah so we got it fixed at midnight we worked two hours on it got it going and then we got back on the clock and we asked the guy at the checkpoint we said how cold is it oh no this at midnight we go back on the clock he goes, I don't know, but when the mercury, when it's 45 below, the mercury's at the bottom. <laughs> and he didn't know how cold it was. No, because it was already at the bottom. Oh, it was like man. 56 below, they said. God. You know what, though? There were no bugs. Oh, nope, not a bug at all. Not a bug. But it felt like they were stinging you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, I can't believe that. Jesus. So we worked on it for two hours, and we got it going, and then we jumped back on the trail for 150 miles. Yep. How many teams run this ridiculously stupid thing? Upper twenties to forty, kind of in the pro class. There. Yep, yep, yep. They kind of limited, I think, now at like forty teams. I think cause they don't want to get it, let it go too deep. It's just it's hard to get that many people. It's such yep. a wild thing. A lot of locals, we're weird up there. They just can't believe that somebody from the lower forty-eight tries to come up and do it. You know. So it's mostly. <laughs> oh, the the Alaskans. teams that run it are mostly Alaskans. Mostly Alaskan. Yep. Oh, really? Really? Yep. Oh, yeah. There was oh, a yeah, team I didn't from Maine. A couple teams from Maine. Us. There was a couple guys from Idaho. One was my partner once, and then another guy from Idaho was my other partner's partner yep. once. The guy from Bismarck. Yep. Um, he's done it three times. Teams from Maine, you said? There was one team from Maine. They drove all the way up. Two teams. Do they get Maine. much snow in Maine? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They do? Maine's riding. Oh, really? Close to here. A lot of woods. I thought they were warm enough. They were they were surrounded by enough ocean. Nope. They they're were. north of New York yet, you know, and they kind of get well, that Well, I know they're far north, but... I guess I they, get they get like piles. lake effect. They get yeah. more. Yeah, they oh, get. Really? Yeah, they get like, like when New York gets their crazy snowstorms, yeah. like Maine is similar. I did not realize. Yeah. And it stays though. It's yeah. Still, yep. It's colder in Maine than New, yep. New York. Yeah. Do they farm Because in Maine? I suppose if you look across like equator wise, they're kind of similar. I know they log. Yeah. They've got to be the one of the, I mean, right northern behind us States. on northern. Yep. Yeah, for sure. I think they fish too yep. or something. Don't they? 
in Maine? Yeah. I don't know much about Maine. I think they do I, a lot on those. Lobster. Maine's a big lobster The guy I know knows nitro. Trapping. I think they nitro trap lobsters. Nitro um, aluminum snowmobile trailers and stuff like that. They're in Maine. That's him, yep. Seems hmm. like that'd be a poor place to have that. You're supposed to have yeah. trailers in Chicago. Right. So you can go every direction. Right. It's all in Indiana, ain't it? If you're That's in Maine and you're building trailers, most of them got to go one way. Right. It's a long ways to California. Yeah. Did you get rid of your 800, yet, Zach? Or your 850? Why would I get rid of it? To replace with the 600? Oh. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, you you can own you can own multiples. Oh, yes. I, yeah, I, you can own an 800 well, and a 600. I got an 850 coming, which we talked about that last one. I kind of yep. switched brands a little bit here, yep. and nothing against the cat, because I'm still ordered a cat racelet. Are we live? You mm-hmm. still... You I did order one for the next year. A cat cat racelet? Yep. Why, but but you? I thought we had a thing. I thought you were Maybe. on my team now. Maybe. <laughs> so so what? They they actually asked me. They came an email and asked if I was going to race next year. And I said, "Well, we'll see. I might do the I five hundred and do some small stuff to maybe prepare for the next year." And he goes, "Well, get your paperwork in." And he goes, "Here, email it back to me right away." So I emailed it back, and so we'll see see what it so comes. So you got a six hundred cat sled coming to yep. race. Yeah, yep. to so replace my junk one that I raced Iron Dog with because that yep. was the one. So I you you were shot. You were cat, but you also snow I'm checked of Polaris. Not yep. saying I'm not either. So I snow checked a mountain sled. Oh, okay. For yeah. okay. the mountains, because in my only hiccup is there. I love our dealer. I love Sock Center. I love they've been great to us, but they don't make a twin rail. Gotcha. Sled. So I love gotcha. Twin rail. So, so you 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 snow checked a what? Eight fifty chaos. What, what brand is that? Oh, Players. Yep. Wow. Yep. I rode one last trip. I rented one of both. Screw everything. And decided to switch. That was a good move. <laughs> I know. I'm waiting for the grief on the other end, though, from the dealer. Because <laughs> I know what they're going to say. And I'm like, hey, no. Because for the, for the I guys. see where that could get uncomfortable. Yeah. For the guys that and don't know. The best, like them guys up there. The guys that don't know snowmobiles or snow machines as. Can, 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 Canada calls Canadia, it? Yep. Canadi- Canadi- Canadians. Can, Canadi- can, Canadians. And the Alaskadians, they also say. They also, they also say snow machines? <laughs> yeah. Do, yeah. So for the guys that don't know snow machines or snowmobiles, mm-hmm. switching brands of a snowmobile is like it's switching. Like, it's changing It's like identity. Chevy or Ford. Yeah. yeah I've like, been kind of a brand whore a little bit, though. You I have. Know. I remember this from I last started time. Scoodoo. I've known you for quite a while, and you've always been kind of a whore. I started Scoodoo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Speaking of flashlight. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> no, I started with Skidoo and then I went to Articat for a long time. No, there's nothing against them, but a change ain't bad either. Uh, you're you're a Yamaha guy for a while, I remember? Yep. Yeah, I rode Had that the Nitro, Nitro for years. Three hundred and thirty yep. horse. You know what? We don't Turbo. need you on our team. <laughs> I've been on Have Team, team Polaris my entire life. Forever. Yep. Yep. He's a yep. lifer. I um. I'm excited about it. Yeah, I think I, I'd lose my identity if I went to something different. Right. Is that, is that Team Star? What does what team players call themselves? Don't they have the stars and players? Yeah, the, the North Star? Then, yeah. That's yeah. what players means. North Star. The North Star is players. In what, so other like language or what? constellations. Because even the, right. oh. the North Star, like the term, the, it's, it's called Polaris. Did not know that. Oh, well. <laughs> we better have but a lesson a on constellations. I did find out. I wrote a Polaris until the Polaris. No, I didn't. I was. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think it is. Uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think so, it is, right? <laughs> I wrote a Polaris until I had one specific 
players that I uh, yeah I had that one too. Yeah. That was I was pretty mad about it. Yeah, <laughs> but so I learned last but you weekend. Know what? I sucked it up and I stuck with the team and and now look at us. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're all in the same place. Yep. <laughs> Here we are. So, so last weekend I learned Tina downloaded. We're looking at the stars and I said, "What is this bright star?" Um, for us, it's to the uh, mostly west, but a little north. Yep. Big bright star. I've been looking at it for two months now. Like, what in the hell phone. is that thing? I'll tell you. So she gets she downloads this app, and it ah, it's pretty crude. So there's one set of stars. There's three stars in it, and it paints a crab. Like, <laughs> We were talking three, about this at the campfire. Three stars and it makes a whole crab. So then we looked and here this here this bright Jupiter star is is part of a bull. I don't I don't I don't know what yeah, they, they call the bull, but it's part of the bull. And and it's it's actually Jupiter is the big star that we can see right now. Yeah. And Jupiter is the, it, it looks like it's the nutsack on the bull. It's the <laughs> it's the left testy of the bull. <laughs> yeah. But it's a pretty cool app. Uh, some of them are a stretch. But so I you haven't found Polaris yet. That'd be the first thing I would do. Wasn't players part of the Big Dipper? Right I next think to the Uranus. Uranus. The Big Dipper. I do believe the North Star is part of the Big Dipper. The, big, but. the, the North Star, I believe, is one of the one of the four of the dip on the Big Dipper. So it's it's part of the oh nothing about it's part of the big it's part of the big dip I'm pretty sure we should we should really Google this before we keep talking here let's um because then they say no what's your Macaulay ain't even a planet right um Pluto oh those are good Pluto the, the right candy yeah bar? Pluto's a uh, star now which one Milky Way <laughs> Milky Way the, the, the whatchamacallit <laughs> oh whatchamacallit they are pretty yeah, good yeah Pluto's a whatchamacallit what is that it's a whatchamacallit candy bar. I've never heard They're of that. They're actually not bad. What is it? What is it Caramel, like? Caramel chocolate wafer. Oh, yeah. I, I got know. answers. Sounds good. Like I got answers. Go. Polaris. Polaris is commonly known as the North Star or the Pole Star. It is the brightest star in the constellation of Ursa Minor. It is very close to the North Celestial Pole, making it the current Northern Pole Star. And then it looks to me as though it's actually the the far handle on the little oh, dipper. That's, oh, we were way off. This is well, we riveting. Had the we, not the correct dipper. We had the wrong dipper. Well, we had the... We had it, dipper. It's one of the bifidus. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> we were in the kitchen. All right. We, we knew it wasn't the left nut on the bowl. We knew it wasn't one of the three stars that makes up this super fancy crab. <laughs> <laughs> three stars crab. makes a whole crab. It was. It was. <laughs> yeah. How do you connect the dots with that one? Yeah, there should have been... <laughs> how does it, it still look, not like, look it like a triangle? 250 <laughs> dots, but it had three. It had three. Like, yeah. hey, that's a crab. <laughs> oh, it's a triangle. <laughs> yeah, it's a bushy. It's a bushy. Oh, uh, one more thing in my notes. Um, so at what age do you feel you're getting to be old? Zip it. <laughs> I mean, I'm 40, long stocking. 40 used to be over the hill. How, how did this end up in your notes? Play long. I had a birthday coming up. <laughs> was Dita's old as fuck? That was a birthday. Because I'm the oldest one here. <laughs> so I didn't, he is I didn't realize. He way older than us. I, I knew he was about three old years Dita older than either. me. Apparently, are you? a few more than that. I'm 26. Liar. <laughs> I very specifically remember at my 23rd birthday. I thought about thinking that was right. And that was I remember liar. thinking like, oh, shit, like 23 Oh, shit. Oh, no. Like, I didn't really feel old then, but I remember getting the feels about 
Like, I was a little nervous. I can't at 30. go the other I direction. Like at 30, I, I 30 is not cool. And then 35 is the next one because you're over halfway through your 30s. Yeah. You're not there. I haven't you're not gotten there any of these feelings yet. I'm still good. But I only, I you only really that. feel it on your birthday. No. No, anytime I remember no, I feel how old every day I, I get out of bed. But <laughs> <laughs> does it bother you at all? What's that, the age? Yeah. Not yet, but like, I'm a 30 did. But I don't it know did? What, I don't so know what 40 will do it. Do here. any of you remember your dad's 40th birthdays? They I were do. old. My mom had Lordy, Lordy, freaking Lordy, old they were? just moved things. into this house on my dad's 40th birthday. And I remember him having, oh, really? a, like, he had a big party, yeah. I, re- I remember my dad's 40th. But I was pretty young. Like they were about, compared to you almost getting toward they 40. They were pretty They old. were like 60 almost, I thought. Yep. At they that were time. Oldish. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to be 36 in a few months here, and I don't feel that old. He's going to be 36? Yeah, I think so. I am 36, so that'd or, be probably right. You? No, you're going to be 35. No, I'm going to be 36, Beck. You guys so are 10 I'm, years apart. How do you think them <laughs> things got so wrinkly? So I'm 34. <laughs> from, from pulling them out of your pants so much thirty-four. you're taking pictures with them. <laughs> That's how they got them. so wrinkly. You got to stretch them. <laughs> I'm sorry, Beck. No one was paying attention. We were talking <laughs> about the testicles. That's Again. When you take a poop and they dunk in the tank. Yeah, that's only. That would make a, that's me only if that. it's one of those bowls where the seat is Close. a little too close to the water. <laughs> can be when you're problem. 40, can doesn't be matter like the, the bowl. The urinal, <laughs> the urinal at the bar when you're you're doing the old bob and weave, trying to whiz into the urinal and, and it touches the porcelain. And you're like, oh God, where's the penicillin? I'm a pretty tall guy, Randy. I'm a pretty tall guy. Oh but I never have understood, even as a tall guy, like why, just mount that thing a little lower. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Put that eight inches lower. Who yep. decided? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't make sense. The I'll never go forget. go all the way to the floor, perfect. I'll yeah, never forget when I, I worked in a nursing home for a short stint as a CNA and, you know, helping the old men. And it was just like, I, I would have never known that that was a thing. And it was just so fucking gross. You're like, talking, you're jumping back to the testicles in the water? Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, I can't even, I can't. That's just, you know. That's why it's you gotta thing. get that new holster undies. They just... Yeah, but you don't wear those when you sit down on the shitter. No, you should. You should. That's when you get the like the holster, the over the shoulder. Yes. You, yeah, that's what you should do is yep. throw them over your shoulder. And then you don't tape them on and tape them off. And isn't that just crazy though? How old we thought forty was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that was old as shit. You were over the things dad have, was over the hill. But things have changed now. Like you look at like us doing this at. 36, 40. I don't think our parents were trying to, weren't socializing this much. They were with the family, right? I think. I mine were. Zach's parents did card club. For sure. Mine were home. Mine were with the dairy farm. Mine yep. were pretty well home, too. We went to friends' houses for the holidays or whatever. Uh, I just feel like Friday this happens way there, more in our group. Of- Zach's parents did card <clears throat> club, and then they also did, they had the gold cart track friends. I'm going to. Yep. They also had, uh, so they did the card club. We had we were go kart racing, and then um, they were on even before that probably before the go karting stuff. They were on a golf league and a bowling league. Golf league, yeah. Okay, yeah, so they've way been back. They've always been oh, so they're all, they're active, yeah. yeah. Which is what you got to do. But <clears throat> I don't, my parents didn't do that. They were my parents we were partiers. Didn't either. My no, parents my, were probably more similar to how we are. Like they yep. would just party with their friends. Yep. Shut like up and go to bed, kids. Or someone else's property. 
What? On like they're doing it at yeah, they house. would host or oh, their friends' sure. house yeah. or yeah, like kind of like bonfire. we do now. Yeah, very mm-hmm. similar to how we are. Yep, like they would... COVID all the time. Yeah, we don't really have a choice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, but it we'll hasn't have been all that bad in a few re- ways either. Right. But this weekend, I think Tina added up. There's going to be ten or eleven campers there this weekend again. Yeah. So we've we've got a pretty big social back there. Oh yeah, because yeah. he's going to just put some up front too. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was rearranging campers last night. He moved yours. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, that's just crazy. How we're almost we're almost to that age of we're almost to the the really old age. I don't. I don't think, think so. forty mm. it shouldn't be. And, yeah. it, and it's not. I don't feel that it's old, but I just I keep visioning as when I was younger how old I thought it was, and now we're there. We're at that point. You yeah. are you act if you stay yeah. active and that's keep what, doing stuff. I think that's huge. Yeah. So think of. I always used to think the age seventy was like you're pretty damn old at yep. age seventy. Yep. But now you look at it. There's guys who are and girls who are, mm-hmm. and then there's ones that aren't. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's. There's 85, 90 year olds that still yep. move around pretty damn good. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we our uh, our tillage guy is eighty one or eighty two. Bob, our, our tillage guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he, he he'll start slowing down. Sure. Now he's he's at that point. Well, but you know what'll guys. slow a guy down quicker than anything? Well, that's we, like you slow the, down, quit working, quit. and it seems yep. like he's those at the, are the shop. Guys that get older he's at the shop every old. day. Yep. Every day he's at the shop. If someone brings in a tire, Bob will grab it and go over and and uh, work on fixing a tire. Right. Anytime, work. anytime he's standing there, he grabs a broom and he starts sweeping the shop floor. He's always he's, moving. He's always, which is yeah. why he's eighty one or eighty two exactly. and still doing. Because yeah. he's probably always been that guy. Yep. He's yep. the guy with the mulling tractors. And when it's slow, then he'll pull on a mulling tractor and start tinkering on that for himself or even other people. So I think the moral of the story here is that mulling tractors will extend your life. Yeah. I'm in yeah. trouble. Definitely. I don't have a mulling. You don't have a mulling. You better find one. Get yourself a mulling. I have an M. You got an M? Yeah. Megan. <laughs> That'll keep you young too. That'll keep you young. Don't slow down on that. No, yes. I won't. <laughs> Face you, redhead. Yeah, that's right. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say it's like a four-way stop. It, I think it's time to wrap things up. <laughs> yeah. You know. Oh yeah. You betcha. Oh, you're darn tootin'. It's time. <laughs> All right. I think that's it. Do we want to remind people? We just thank FBN. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, you betcha. Just, just thank them. Yep. Thanks, FBN. Bye bye now. Bye bye. Can't do three. God damn it, oh, Randy! What just happened? I'll get my own pen. <laughs>